have to say that there is nothing that substitutes a printed photo. And this is tip number five, the meat of what I'm trying to get to. Are you looking for real life, tried and true tips and tricks to help with all the nitty gritty stuff of mom life? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Mom Force. It's Vanessa Quigley here again, and I wanted to start by telling you a story. Story time. (laughs) A story about my youngest child, Declan, who is the jolliest, happiest, most lovable boy in the world. But five years ago, I heard him bawling his eyes out. And this is unusual for him. So I go running upstairs to see what was wrong with him. And he was laying in his bed, just sobbing. And I rolled him over and I said, buddy, what's going on? What's wrong? And he said, mama. I never want to grow up. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) It was adorable because he was five at the time. But when I realized what he was clutching to his chest, I was racked with mom guilt. He had been looking at a photo album that his preschool teacher had made him for graduation. Bless her heart that she took the time to take photos of the field trips and the parties and the different things they did throughout the year, printed the photos and just dropped them into a little dollar store album. But this was one of his prized possessions. And it was causing him to reflect on his little life and feel nostalgic, which was adorable and wonderful. But I knew that there was way more to his life story. And I was failing at one of my important mom jobs. I had not printed a single photo. So it was in that moment that the uh, company that we know and love today, Chatbooks, was born. Oh, it's such a great start to a wonderful story. But the last time that I had felt guilt like that was when I had accidentally thrown away two of my big scrapbooks. Do you remember that? I remember that. That was tragic. And that was probably like guilt plus knowing the time and oh, effort. Everything. And everything that went into those beautiful, chap- beautiful artistic endeavors on that. But then that was devastating for me. And actually after that, I I didn't scrapbook for a couple, probably a couple of years after that. That was that was rough. We were in a move and one of the boxes that was deemed the trash box it had my scrapbooks in the bottom of it. So yeah. basically our whole time in California was lost. But I can relate to that. Do you have that happen to you? I haven't lost them, but when my oldest turned 18 this past summer, we brought out all the scrapbooks. He was my Aww. first, so we brought out all of the volumes that he had and that then made the other kids go and get theirs. Then Jet had a few and Avery had a few. And as you headed down the line, Ace, my sixth, grabbed his and it just had two pages. Well, I'm impressed he even had two any. pages. Gosh, Erica. Finn, though, my seventh, nothing. Yep. Nothing. Okay, so, so that's, I get it. That's where I, I was with Declan. And if you moms out there listening or anything like me and Erica, you have felt some measure of guilt around photos. Yes. Okay. Maybe it's because you accidentally dropped your phone in the toilet and lost all of your photos because you never backed them up or because your photos are all trapped in your phone and your kids never see them because you never print them. Well, in this episode, we are going to share with you tips and tricks for what to do with all those amazing pictures of your everyday moments that we talked about in the last episode, what you're going to do with them to help them be safe in organized so that your family can enjoy okay, them. Okay, so let's remind the listeners how many photos are in your phone, V? Uh, 26,000? 26,000! <laughs> so we're going to talk about how to address that number. This In this episode is mostly for me. Okay, because there are best practices and there is like... What actually happens. What actually happens. <laughs> but you know, do you remember in the episode about our phones, remember the, the phone tips where I made a pact not to use my phone when I'm driving? How are you doing? Really good. Good girl. I mean, I <laughs> catch myself picking it up, but in that moment, 
moment I'm like, I can't let the listeners down. I'm putting it no. down. So um, I am making a pact right now to apply these principles <laughs> more fully to my camera roll so that I don't have 26,000 votes because it drives me crazy, but it also drives Nate crazy. So it's not a do as I say, not as I do. You're going to be doing what you say. <laughs> and I will admit, I do do some of these things. So let's jump right in. Set the timer. Okay. We got 15 minutes. Let's talk about what you're going to do with all of your amazing photos. All well, right. no, because let's be honest, not all of them are amazing. No. This is why tip number one is to curate, call out the trash. Because if you're like me, I take multiples of every photo, right? Because someone's it, not looking. Especially if you've got all of your kids yes. and all seven kids and chances are someone's going to have their eyes closed. So I take bunches of them and you don't need them all. I, an example of this, we were down in Florida this past week and Finn came in with a lizard. There were probably 30 pictures of him holding this lizard, but I was able to go through and find two or three that were adorable. The rest of them, I cut out his head or it was blurry. So it, it's an, it's a normal thing for people to have more than one picture of a certain event. Because Nate thinks it's not normal. He doesn't take a million <laughs> of the same picture. But Don't I think to grab any mom's phone mom's and scroll. Be like this. Okay, so this is why you've got to do the daily delete. Daily delete. I don't is, do the daily delete. I don't. That, but I that feel sounds... like this is what I should actually, I don't know if I could commit to the daily delete. I don't know delete. if I can. But if you do, wow, good for you. So I was pretty good about doing the weekly delete. I do. do There's not, it doesn't sound as catchy as daily delete. <laughs> the Sunday, whatever. I would do it on Sunday. You know, as the week yeah. was winding down, I would go through with my camera roll and clear out the junk and then favorite the ones that I wanted. And anyway, I fell out of that habit. You need to recommit. I know. It's and something that I do. I, I enjoy looking through my pictures. And so at night, I get on my phone and I go through my photos. And it's fun to re- be able to remember like, okay, today was, especially when you're thinking today was a disaster. I get on my phone and I'll see a picture and be like, yeah. oh, you know what? It wasn't so bad. And the one, the pictures that I don't need, the screenshots or or the blurry pictures, I, I just delete them. Delete so them. I'm actually okay. kind of good at it. Toot, toot. Okay. <laughs> Kudos <laughs> to Erica. But you know what? How I've been talking about the Marie Kondo book, The Secret Life of yes. Tidying or whatever. Marie Kondo it. Marie Kondo, Marie? that camera roll. That's hysterical. Okay? Only choose the ones that spark joy. Fewer pictures are actually going to make you happier. I know in the last episode I said, take all the pictures. Take them, take them, take them. But if you, at the end of the day, look through and decide, you know what? I actually don't need that. And that's not yeah. very good. And that's blurry. And they aren't. their eyes well, are closing. that. You have to take them, take them, take them to find the good ones. Yeah, that so, is true. It's part of the it. process. And one thing for, you know, one like shout out for doing the daily and the weekly is that I find that as more time passes, I feel less attached to the photos. Mm-hmm. And now even when I go back into my Google photos, where I have like our all of our photos from all time, photos from like 10 years ago, I can delete quite liberally because in the moment, sometimes I feel more attached to them. But as yeah. more time passes, you're like, yeah, I'm not, I don't really it's need okay. all I of those. I don't need that. So first tip is to curate, do a regular delete session. And then Second tip, edit the keepers. Now, this is actually like an optional tip because I'm sounds not very, it sounds like work. Me. <laughs> so maybe maybe it's like in parentheses, if you feel like it. You know, if you've got dark photos, but you really want to capture that one shot, brighten it up. I don't use anything fancy. Oh, neither just do what's I. On, just what's in my phone app. That I'm little, so impressed. The magic wand yeah. button will I, just like brighten it up. I usually just do the exposure and the brightness. Those yeah. are the ones that I use to adjust. All the like <laughs> shadows and contrast. I don't use I don't those really even know because I don't know do. what they do. But I know what brightness does and I know what exposure does. Well, in our Mom Force Facebook group, there were several conversations about photos and editing. And three uh, apps that m- most of the Mom Force use are Lightroom, PicTap Go, and Color Story. I'll have to check out those other so, two. I know. I actually downloaded PicTap Go, but I've never used it. So Lightroom I've heard of and I've heard good things about 
about it. I think that's like an Adobe, like you have to pay for it. And I think oh. people with like big cameras and that use a raw oh, yeah, files yeah, yeah, use right. that. But anyway, I think it is a good idea after you curate to edit if your photos sure. need any editing because the next step, tip number three, is to back up your photos. And if you're going to be backing them up to save for all time, why not save them in their best form? Yeah, especially if you're paying for backup. Don't yeah. pay to back up the blurry ones. That seems ridiculous. Okay, but save Ricky, your pennies. You don't have to pay for backup. With Google Photos, I, I've we've got thousands and thousands and thousands okay. of photos in there and we haven't paid a penny yet. At some point, they'll probably ask for money. How but are you doing this? Because I feel like my Google Drive just recently it said you're reaching your max thing and it's all of my pictures. Well, it's not in Google Drive. It's in Google Photos. Oh. So get do this. Download okay. the Google Photo app on your phone and then log, you have a you have a Gmail account. Log yes, into how there. How did I not know this? And then back up. And you can set it so it automatically backs up whenever you're like whenever you take a photo or you can manually back them up. Okay. I'm going to have to do that because I became disenfranchised with the cloud for that reason. I didn't feel like I was putting too many pictures, but it's because I'm on my drive. And also the idea of backing up to the cloud and maybe feels so ephemeral. It seems like the cloud, fleeting. the cloud's going to be gone. So I've only done it on a hard drive, but I only have one hard drive that's in my nightstand drawer that I back up to. But you're telling me yeah, two places. I think you need at least two. I we back them up on a hard drive and and Google Photos in iCloud and oh. even now that we've got one of those Amazon Alexa things, oh. we put them in Amazon too. Oh, okay, well, so, learn something every day. Okay. And well, Thanks, and Vee. the Mom Forcers also agree with me. In fact, we pulled the Mom Force and Vivian. This is what she says. She says I store all of my pictures on external hard drives. I also store everything on Amazon Prime and Google Photos and Smug Mug. Holy smokes. She Good says, girl. yeah, it may sound obsessive, but I've had hard drives crash okay. and I don't fully trust any online cloud service. This is your girl here. This is, she's uh, speaking to me. So I figure if I store them in multiple places, if I ever need to access them in the future, they should still be somewhere. Yeah. I love that. And Aaron says, we had a computer hard drive get ruined when my firstborn was almost two. It had every single photo we had of mm. him on it. I cried and cried. And my other kids have ended up with lots of photos because of that experience. Okay, So I have a tower, an old IBM tower sitting in my basement. Full of photos. Full of photos that I haven't been able to see because they're on this IBM tower. Okay. 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 I got some work to do. No excuses. (laughs) Okay. Multiple backups as a safety. And like I said, you can do them for free. Lots of these services do them for free. But there's also something really important about having a physical backup. That's true. Okay. Say that your hard drive gets corrupted and your photos are ruined and the cloud dissipates and disappears. Which is what I've always believed would happen. If you have a bookshelf backup of your photos in photo books, then that is another layer of security. And we'll talk more about printing photos at the end of this episode. Well, do you remember last year during all those horrible California fires? Uh, oh, yes. Our company, Chapbooks, offered to reprint anyone who lost photos in the fire. And I guess that would actually count as a backup because yeah. when you upload to Chapbooks and create photo books through our app or on our website, it automatically saves your photos. So we had people reach out to us and some of the stories were really quite heartbreaking. We had one uh, one gal reach out and she said, I just saw a Facebook post about complimentary reprints for anyone who lost a home in the fires. Unfortunately, this applies to me. Now, 
my home was lost in the campfires of Paradise, California. Please let me know how I can get a very special Christmas album reprinted that I had done. Uh, we also had another one say that she saw your amazing Instagram post about reprinting chapbooks for victims of the campfire. My family and I lost our home and everything we had in the fire. I had chapbooks and now they're gone. But when I saw your post, I cried. Well, you know what? It was super easy for us. Anyone who yeah. reached out who had already printed books through us, it's so easy for us to reprint. We understand how important it is to have that tangible, be able yes. to hold on to your memories. The memory. Oh my gosh, I had forgotten about mm, that. Gives me so chills. So much heartbreak. Gives me chills. Um, what about, okay, because you and I, are, we're older. <laughs> we, we've got all of our digital photos that we're trying to deal with, but we also have boxes of photos from our childhood, um, which can be really intimidating. There's like a lot of work to be done to scan those and get them organized. But I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed here because that can be overwhelming thinking about all that work that you've got to do. Let's just focus on now. And let's create habits now that we can implement going forward. And then when we get the time, if we get the time, if we, get the time. we can go back. But I don't want anyone getting <laughs> stressed That's, out about this. Uh, I've read it, an article about scrapbooking. And one of the words of wisdom that she said is start today. Don't try to start yeah. Christmas five years ago and get caught up. Start today and then work backwards if you have time. I feel that way when I pick up my journal and I realize I haven't oh. written in a year. I just did this on the plane on the way home from our Cuzzy Fest. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's been a year. So much has happened. I don't know how to – I don't know if my hand can hold up to, <laughs> to writing all this down. What but I just that? decided to start right where I was you right there. You wrote in a journal. I that did. is – I know. Well, you know. That's it's very good. I just count my pictures steps. as my <laughs> – Photo journaling is the easiest. Um, all right. Let's move on to organizing. So we have curated – your camera roll, edited if you needed to, backed up those curated, edited photos, and now we got to organize them, right? This is fun, yes. Okay, this is where you've got some good ideas. I love to make photo albums in my camera roll. I create a photo album of each of my kids, put their name on it, so when I go through and do my weekly curate, I can add those pictures into their album. Then I delete the ones that I don't like, so it kind of cleans up my main photo, photo camera roll. And then when it's time for a... a gift for my kids, whether it's a birthday or Christmas or end of the school year, I have all their pictures there already. And I can just add them to my chapbook account and print their chapbook. Organizing, taking the time to organize the photos, it'll save you a lot of work later. One shout out for Google Photos. And this is why I love Google Photos. I think Google is better than iCloud on this. Google Photos is so good at facial recognition. So even if I haven't been really diligent about oh organizing into albums, and because you can make a book using Google Photos, a chapbook, I will do a search for face. a face. Or even you could do, like I wanted to make a book for the girls of them with a the cat. And so I put Lakin and cat and it pulled up all the pictures. Are you Lakin kidding cat. me? It's pretty amazing. Okay, another reason why I need to do So Google cloud. Photos, another okay. way to organize your photos. But let's go on to sharing because our next tip is to share photos. It's so easy to share photos now because they're all digital. You can text yeah. them, you can email them, you can make a shared, shared photo album. Album. You also, I know, take photos uh, at the football games. So I your do. boys are. I, I, I found that taking pictures uh, allows me not to really think about what's happening on the field. She's so a very competitive sports mom. I am. And, <laughs> and so, her husband's a coach. So, so I put earbuds in and I just take pictures, listen to music and take pictures so I don't hear anybody talking. So after the games, I'll get texts and DMs. Are the pictures ready? So I put them into a shared folder yeah. and the, the boys can go in and take the pictures uh, that they're able to have because my husband's the head coach. I can be down on the field. Mm, so I can get good shots. And these parents that are in the stands don't necessarily get that. So I've had, 
I've had some really happy parents. Oh, I, I love like that you do that. Uh, another way you can share photos, and this is my friend Shawnee is really good about this. She has a blog called 71 Toes. She started taking photos of all of their family's adventures and everyday moments. She's so good at capturing everyday stuff. Like we talked about that in the last episode. One of the things that she just posted recently was a picture of a book that she's reading with some of her thoughts about that. I just love how she, she uses her blog to share lots and lots and lots of photos. So that's another way you can share. But I have to say that there is nothing that substitutes a printed photo. And this True. is tip number Number five, the meat of what I want to trying to get to <laughs> is having a printed photo. Okay, so for those of you that might not know, you've heard us mention Chatbooks a few times here. I'm the co-founder of Chatbooks. We are a software company that helps people hold what matters by helping them get their photos off of their phones and out of social media and into the hands of their family and their loved ones. And through our mobile apps and our website, we help people print photo books and photo prints and photo cards. And I started the company to solve my problem problem with Declan. That story I told you about with only having a preschool photo book. Uh, But since then, we have a million customers. We have printed a million books, people who understand the power of a printed photo. It's amazing what looking at a picture can do as far as bringing back memories and feelings and feelings and and taking you back to that moment. Uh, I came across a picture from years and years and years ago when we were just little, little, little girls. We had gone to the beach. My parents were out of town and taking the big kids and had gone out of town. So our babysitter, Lavelle, had taken us to the beach. And seeing that picture, I had forgotten about that day. You think you're not, you think you're going to remember it. Yeah. That's something that mom always says, write that down. Because you think you're going to remember, but you're not. And it's the same thing with pictures. Is that the timer? Uh, Oh my gosh, give me a break. Okay, no, we have to keep going. We have a few more good things. I have a similar experience. Found a photo of me and dad having a tea party. I never in a million years would have remembered that. And if and you hadn't just said that, it. if you hadn't just said that, I wouldn't have believed it. That's no, amazing. But that, like, I love knowing that he took time out of yeah. his busy day to spend that special time with me. So, so guys, we got to print our photos. You got to be taking them. You got to be organizing them, curating them, backing them up, keeping them safe. But there's something really powerful about putting pictures in the hands, especially of children. Once you've done all that work, printing's the easy part. Yeah. That's easy. That is so true. Many. Especially the chapbooks. Yes. <laughs> and that's the easy part. So the mission of this company is to strengthen families. And I know and believe I have a testimony of the fact that photos, <laughs> photos strengthen our relationships. But we're taking it one step further. Chapbooks has partnered with HP and a professor at BYU and a professor at University of Utah to create a study to prove this is this exciting. Fact, some empirical evidence to prove that looking at photos, especially as it comes in regards to families, looking at photos helps strengthen family bonds. Whether or not you choose to use chapbooks or not to print your photos, although if you use the code podcast20, you get 20% off all of, your, all of your orders, um, promise me that you'll make an effort to print your books. And I promise you that by curating, editing, backing up, organizing, it'll make printing so much easier. Yep. And the joy that will come to your families will be priceless. I hope we're not going to be way over time, but I wanted to close with Kenan's story. She says, my daughter was born in 2014. She was diagnosed with a rare cancer a couple of months later. We spent the few months that followed battling it at Seattle Children's Hospital. 
I shared her story via Instagram, posting photos of her progress, pictures of her with her brother and with us. The Wi-Fi was weak in the hospital, and unbeknownst to me, the photos weren't backing up on the cloud. She passed away, and my phone crashed shortly thereafter. None of my photos had backed up. It was then I discovered I could print my Instagram through chatbooks the first I'd ever heard of chatbooks. And thankfully now I have physical copies safe and sound. I wish I'd taken more photos. I wish I'd shared more photos. I wished I'd gotten in more photos. And I wish I'd been diligent about backing up my photos. I'm so grateful for chatbooks. A heartbreaking story. May we learn from her experience. I hope that these tips and tricks will help you as you document the wild and crazy and wonderful and ups and downs of your family life and you hold on to them forever. Don't forget to use the code podcast 20 to get 20% off your chapbooks and also check out the show notes for ideas on how to print your chapbooks. All right. Thanks for being with us. And if you haven't already join our Facebook group, search for mom force by chapbooks on Facebook. We'd love to have you there. And if you have any, any tips or tricks of your own, be sure to post them in there. We can learn from each other. All right. Thanks for being with us. Hey, see you later. Bye.